Hello? Speak. Hello there. <laughs> you don't have to speak so professionally. Okay, introduce yourself. Uh, hello everyone, my name is Carlo Toreto. <laughs> you don't have to say your last name. I'm sorry, and I'm George's dad. Any other in- facts or info you want to spread? Um, oh, not really. Um, what do you want me to say? I don't know. Any, any fun fact about yourself? Uh, okay. Um, Give me three fun facts. What does fun fact mean? <laughs> okay. I know, sorry, like, I'm, I'm old school. Um, just something interesting about yourself. Uh, I love cows. Okay, we I'm know in, this. I'm in the livestock industry. Yeah. I love farming. Yeah. And I love just having lots of fun. Work, <laughs> work hard, play hard. Okay, cool. Um, okay, welcome back to the podcast, guys. I just want to say before we get started, big trigger warning to anyone who may be listening to this right now. We will be talking about mental health issues, suicide, depression, etc. So if you can't deal with listening to that right now, please just swipe off and listen to something a bit more lighthearted. Not that this won't be lighthearted, it will be lighthearted. Okay, so I wanted to bring my dad on here because I thought it'd be interesting to talk about, and obviously we're in lockdown, so I can't really bring on anyone special. Not that you're not special. I'm very special. Um, but I thought it'd be interesting to talk about mental health in different generations um, and his perspective on it being um, an older male. Um, and I want to continue that and bring older figures on as well to just chat about how their experience was with mental health when they were younger and how that's obviously changed for us um, and maybe how they deal with someone as like a kid, their kids having um, troubles with mental health. Like I know my dad has experience as well. I don't call him dad, I call him papa, so papa. Um, so first and foremost, what was mental health like when you were younger? Like, was it a thing? Was it, was it? Well, no, it wasn't. We didn't even know what it was. We just, it wasn't um, a topic as such because we, I, I believe it was, it wasn't around as much or if it was, we didn't know about it, put it that way. So. We dealt with it definitely it. was, let me just say that. Okay. But I, I understand what you mean. Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I didn't know about it. Mm. Um, maybe because of we didn't have technology. And I can only assume that we didn't know about it because we didn't have technology. We had a TV, the radio, and we just went outside and did stuff. So I didn't know about it. What about, so you never really like heard about depression and anxiety and stuff like that? Not really, no. No, we probably, if people were depressed, we just thought they were sick, but we didn't understand what depression was or okay. or mental health or anxiety or any of those things. So I'm 53, <laughs> so I'm talking, I'm talking when I was, you know, say... 15. Yeah, so we're talking, you know... 35 years ago. Mm. So you weren't educated at school about it at all? Do you know anyone at, when, no. Did you know anyone who saw a psychologist or anyone that was deemed sick or no. anyone that had depression or anything like no. that? No. Weird. Yeah. That's that's the, well, that's the truth. I, no. Back then we didn't. And, and I believe that because we didn't have so much stuff that we did other stuff to keep us occupied. Mm. And we didn't... No, I agree. It's, a, it's definitely a big problem. But you know what? Um, I was reading this book the other day. Um, I forgot what it's called. I think it's... I don't know. I'll attach it in the description. But it was saying how 
the problem with why so many kids are depressed today is because we have so much and so much options that it's like overwhelms our brains and it's like an epidemic of consumerism and how we just have so much stuff that it's hard for us to like focus on one thing and that's what makes us so confused. So I understand what you mean in the sense that you kind of had like four focuses, four or five focuses and that was easier. 100%. 100%. In, in layman's terms, I look at it this what way. What the hell is layman's terms? Layman's terms means in gen, generalising oh. that, that we didn't have the finance that we have today. Mm. We struggled and we had very little. But nowadays, everyone, everyone's rich. Everyone's got laptops, iPods, internet, mm. everything they can possibly have. Well, in your in your generation, what we have now would have been deemed rich, but now it's just the norm. Normal. Yeah. So it's like if someone doesn't like, if I saw someone with a laptop, I wouldn't immediately think they're rich. I just think they have a laptop. Yeah. But maybe when you were younger, that would be like, wow. Oh yeah. Well, my first computer was a Commodore sixty four. Commodore. A Commodore sixty four. Do they have laptops? Like the brand Commodore. It was just a, a keyboard and a and a. A little box that you plugged into your TV. Oh, that was the computer. That's cool. So that's society being wealthy has created, I believe, more, more mental health problems. Yeah. Because we are worrying about so many things that really don't exist, but we've created those things. In this book, I read. I read um, when we were me and me and Bilal went to Bavar and I. Sorry. Nonna always tells me off when I say me and someone. She always says, say, say you and oh. I. Anyway, so when Babar and I went to a health retreat, what, two years ago in Queensland, no reception or anything, and I read a book, um, which is one of my favourite books, Subtle Art of Not Giving a F-U-C-K. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to swear less in this podcast because my father is around. Good idea. Um, and my mum is also present, so I don't want to upset them. Can I just talk about when we went to the health farm? Yeah. Well, from when we went there, you had no phone. Yeah. I left it at home. You actually changed. Your personality changed. Your phone... Aren't I good now? No, you were fantastic. (laughs) But in all seriousness, for one week, the phone was in the glove box of the car. And you were a different person, and I had the best week of my life with you. But the moment we got back... And we got into the car. I was crying in the car. Yeah. I was so overwhelmed because I was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like nothing upset me. It's just I got in the car and I was just so overwhelmed by my phone and like messages and stuff. Well, well what happened was you turned your phone on and then all of a sudden you had 4,000 messages and... Stop, mum's laughing. You, you, from the second we got in the car, you turned into the old person back then. The and, old person. Well, you know, the person that relies on what everyone else is yeah, thinking doing. about. And you, you actually... Turned on me, almost. Turned on you? Well, you just didn't want to know me anymore. Like, we were best buddies for a week, <laughs> right? We still are best buddies. Yeah, but it was different. You just, you didn't want to know anymore. And that's the power that that social media has. Mm. It's mm. a real problem. Yeah, I, know, I understand. Look, it isn't going away. But back to my first point, what I was saying, this relates to what you're saying. But the book I read... when we're in the camp it said in it it was like a big reason why we like have issues with like self-esteem and depression at this age is because 
like we see so oh, I forgot the quote but the quote was like nowadays when you go on your phone you see a kid who won a Ferrari someone's got a thousand dollars like like everyone's got everything and then when, like when you're feeling shit the first thing you do is go on your phone you see everyone else happier then you feel more shit definitely but when you when you were younger and you felt like shit you just got on with your day and you were just kind of like oh just went outside and ditched that yeah the, the quote actually says when my grandfather felt shit he just kept on going oh hey it's a shit day i'm just going to keep shoveling hey yep well, that makes sense <laughs> and but you know what it's not going away and it's a big problem that's actually why i said to you and mum i don't know actually i don't remember who i said this to i was saying it to i reckon i was saying it to Aisvana. Um, but I was saying I don't like I don't want to have kids. I don't want I want to adopt, or something like that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel at this time. But sure. but the reason why I, I am against having children is because of society and social media. Because you see three year olds with iPads. Well, you know what, Georgia. You shouldn't make it about what society is. You should you should change that. But how am I okay? How am I supposed to have a kid? Yeah. And they go to school, and the way that they're getting taught is through an iPad. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? I understand that, and you're right. And then what, if I restrict them? I don't want to restrict them, because then they're going to just defy me. No. It's, That's it's, evident. It, 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 what happens at home is an integral part of a child's nurturing and upbringing. Yeah, and you, but you know what? But I agree, but when you were younger, is what happens at home is more of a factor than now yeah because we didn't have anything else to do that's what i'm trying to say yeah like and now it's more like 60 60 40 like home is 40 and 60 is what's going on on social oh, media and the environment it's, it's probably 10 90 exactly that's what i'm trying to say so as me having a kid how long am i supposed to bring them up in, in the but that's up to you because you're yeah. you're actually aware of it mm. you 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 know the problem you've yeah. got to fix it yourself it makes me sad like saying like and even, um, like, and well, you can't really talk because you're on TikTok. Your buddy loves TikTok. But for younger kids, it's super harmful. It's not as, it's not harmful for you because you've already established who you are. You've already established your personality. But for kids, it's so much harder. Like seeing that, seeing like stuff when you're 14, 15. It's, it's a full-time job for a parent now to stay focused on their children their upbringing what they do i personally haven't spent enough time with you and your sister and i and that's because i've been entranced in work and what i do and achieving and striving but that's where i get it from yeah not you mum. and the reason behind that was to provide and and make your life better but in in hindsight if i spent more time with you and nurtured you as a person and not worried about material things i believe it, we would be better didn't i didn't i turn out great you've turned out fantastic oh, but we, but we re, but we've really worked at it but yeah i've i've mum's pointing at herself in, in my own <laughs> well yeah it's definitely mum's played a, a, more, a bigger role than what i have because i've but that's most fathers, though, unfortunately. Well, it is, but... Sadly, yes. We have to find the time as a father to... Because the father, majoritively, and not that I support this, because I, I want to be the main breadwinner 
whatever type of family I have. Fathers are usually the breadwinner, so that's why. And that's changing, and it's not a, it's not yeah. even about being the breadwinner. I mean... Yeah, but they're the ones that are at work most, and then they I'm, can't take care of you. I'm embarrassed to say that I, I really, in my life, with you, have spent that one week together where just you and I have concentrated on each other, which to me was so special, but it's one week of our whole lives. Yeah, but I'm only 20. We got time. Okay, yeah, that's good. But, but when have we done that before? I mean, we've done it on family. We would, we could have, we we would have done that again. I would have been happy to go back there, if but COVID. Sure. When that were we supposed to go back? So maybe maybe we should look at ways from now on to minimise this this what this dilemma of social media of phones of. Well, I feel like once you get older, you realise more. Like, at a young age, when I was 15, 16, 17, I didn't think about the harms of it, but now I do. So now I've actually limited more. Sure. So I feel like as time goes on, it will be different. But... You say that, but you are on you're on the phone and the internet a lot. Yeah. Well, I know, we all are. I know. But that's because it's my whole life. Well, I got at, uni on there. I got my podcast stuff. I, I got my friends on there. I understand that, but sometimes says you TikTok. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, you know, queen. I, I jump on that. He because, falls asleep watching TikTok yeah, because <laughs> during the lockdown I'm bored. So what have I got to do? I sit there watching that rubbish. But all it does is put my mind at ease. What which, What videos do you even get on there? What do you mean? Because like your for you page is, is put to what you like. I don't do any of that. No, but like what you watch. Like, there's an algorithm. Do you understand what that means? No. So... Oh, if I keep watching car races, they'll keep coming up. Correct. Okay. What have you been watching? Comedy. I saw a, bit of, I saw a woman on there once. Yeah, there's, there's the odd woman that uh, come on. They, they, they come on themselves. Mums mums of him. <laughs> I don't know how they get there. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Whatever. But that's... <laughs> but... Um, how dare they? Get them off, so George, how do you change that algorithm? <laughs> you can't. That's oh, a funny thing. Okay. Or you can press you can press not interested. Alright, I'll do that. Um so then they don't come up again. Mama's smiling. You know, I want some big that. Italian mamas up there, that'd be good. Why Italian? Oh, because they're bigger, better. <laughs> what? That is yeah, and they cook good. offensive. <laughs> That's a joke, everyone. Yeah, it's sorry. okay, it's okay. Um but yeah, what I, yeah, I look I understand, but um Time spent doesn't always equal relationship. No, but it's, but it's 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 Stronger. one it's one thing. Yeah, but you know what? Even if you try, like you you try to spend time with me and Alana when you're well, 16, 17, but it's much harder when you're younger. You don't want anything to do with your parents. So and now look at me. I'm like, let's spend time together. So maybe we need to all say to each other, okay. Once a month, and only once oh, a month. Oh, here we fucking go. No, he no says need, this all the no, time. There's no need to use profanity. <laughs> once a month. Okay, we're getting off topic here. No, 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 no. But this, this is all part of it because if once a month you have no phone and you come with me and spend one day with me, totally do what I want to do, and I'll do the same for you. So You're you, literally on the phone 85% of the time yeah, calling people. I'm just saying... Even if it's once a quarter. So, but, but hasn't hasn't the phone become a problem for you? It has, yeah. Mum's nodding. You don't. It, have... It's a definite problem. Yeah. So it's become a problem for everyone, not just us. Okay. Uh, so, so, uh, so if we don't fix it ourselves, 
We do. It's, it's, it's everyone's personal choice. Well, I want to... I can't, I can't fix the whole fucking epidemic. Stop swearing. That's three times now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Huh? Okay. Now, we need to make a start somewhere. Okay. I don't, well, know, I don't know where or when, but we did, We definitely need to do someone. So everyone out there in Radio Land. Radio but, Land? It's not on radio. It's, it's, this is not, a, isn't this a wireless? No, it's through like a streaming service. A, a streaming service? Like Spotify. Who pays for that? No one. I pay but for just it. just in the air, in the cloud. <laughs> it's in the cloud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I pay for it. Yeah? With my own money. Out of my work. Which I gave you. No, I, I hard work. Okay, that's good. Are you so, talking shit? No. So, anyway, let's get back to it. Yeah, now you're going off point. But, yeah, so... I'm dying to do something. Oh. I really want to do a Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, with the What's microphone. that from? From um, Good Morning Vietnam. Is that the movie? Good. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen it. I've never it's seen the it. It's the greatest movie What's ever. mum, what are you saying? Just say it. No, he's in it, Tyler. Who's in it? She liked it. Well, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, who passed away from oh, mental cute. health. There you go. He didn't pass away from mental health. He passed away from mental health issues. That's what I mean. Yes, okay. Um, okay, let's go. Topic two. Topic two, question two. So now that it's become a bit of a, not an issue, but you've become more aware of it Yeah. as you've gotten older. Yeah. What have you found so difficult about understanding it, especially for me and Alana? It's very difficult. It, it's, it is, and I'm trying really hard to get my head around it. But it's hard for an old dinosaur like me to understand it. You are so switched on with it. I, I'm actually shocked at how knowledgeable you are about it. Shocked. Well, you know what? It's called, and you know what? I know we've talked so much about social media and the internet, but it's because the internet. Well, there you go. So it's and also and also just because I've I've seen psychologists. So it's a double edged. It's a double edged sword. Correct. It is a double edged sword. But you got to use it in your own in your own way. Mum, can you stop filing your nails? It's annoying oh, me. Yeah, that noise is really annoying it's me too. Me off. Could you polish the floor maybe instead of polishing your nails? Yeah, seriously. No, but I'll do the floor. It's okay. Okay. Um. I'm a new age man. Shush. Um. A new age man. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's a double-edged sword because it's allowed me to get, gain that information and gain that intelligence. But also have books as well. But also seeing psychologists and so so young. But you know, and one, also I have that natural intuition. You know, one thing that you young people should understand about your parents. You young people, but well, yes. But you know what I'm good, saying, good. and everyone out there in Radio Land. Stop saying that. I actually haven't been trained. I actually don't know. I, trained? I, you don't have to be trained. No, well, it's you, educated is a better word. Okay, sorry. I actually don't know what to do when you have a fit, or when you have a tantrum, or when you're having a bad day. I, I actually don't know. Nothing. Other, don't say uh, anything. No, don't touch me. No. Uh, no, you can touch me now. I just mean when, when I'm having a bad yeah, day. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's it, whether it's it's a girl thing or it's a boy. Oh. No. Okay. I, I'm I'm not saying it that way. No, no, it's fine. No, it's good. It's good to understand the way that you speak, in the sense that. A girl thing and a boy thing. It's doesn't. There's no difference. No, well, there's there's not. But it's. But yeah, because like if it's got to do with boys and it's a girl thing, you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you can't be involved because it's a girl thing. There's I know, no girl but, thing. But I, it's a bit harder for a dad with a girl when she's got these, you know, fears or issues or whatever. It's really hard. Fears or 
Emotion. Emotion. Because you guys get really emotional. Mm, I don't like that. You don't like me saying that? No, because that's not true. That's a bad misconception that women get more emotional. Than, than boys? Yeah. No, it's actual fact. It's actual not fact. No, can I tell you that? Can I tell you that? It's actually not true. It's just men because of the stigma of mental health. So when you were growing up, were you taught be strong, be be a man, you always have to provide for your family, stuff like that. Were you told that? Society said that. Correct. I'm yeah. not saying that you yeah. were told that vividly. I'm saying you were told that, yes. right? Yeah. So that's ingrained in men's brains. So even yeah. if they are not, by you saying women are more emotional, that's not true. Men can be emotional, but they've actually been stigmatized yeah. and taught to not do it. Okay. So if that stigma wasn't there, they would just be as emotional as us. Yes, we get periods and we get bursts of hormonal whatever, but it, it actually depends on every wo- woman. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I actually get less emotional now because of my medication. So even though I'm a woman, doesn't mean I get more med. Like, but I don't want your medication. So how do we change oh, that? Oh, that's another fact. This is a lot. Um, don't, don't swear. I, I'm not. Okay. I didn't. I but, didn't even swear. And, and, and everything you say makes perfect sense, and I and I agree with you. So so, I think we need to retract that statement that women get more emotional because that's not true. If you had a son, he probably wouldn't speak to you about that stuff. I'm trying to retract it, but I understand it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. what I mean. Um, and you know what? That, that's fine that you have that assumption because that's what you've been taught and educated on, but I'm trying to educate you differently because it's actually not true. Because so, okay. actually, when, when I break down that wall of men, like if I get close with a guy friend and I break down that wall, he's just as emotional as me, if not more emotional. You know what I mean? You just have to break down that wall. Okay. But yes, I, I, I understand why you would have had that assumption. Mm. But as girls, we were, ta- we were taught the, the, the opposite. You know what I mean? Women cry, women are crazy. Yeah, yeah okay, but you, you've got different DNA. You've got different makeup. Of course, you yes. You've got Y chromosomes. I've got yeah, X. Yeah. So there is difference. Yes, but that doesn't mean that we're emotionally different. That doesn't mean that I... I'm going to be more emotional about something than you are. Okay, so maybe it's, the way it's I, actually, the, maybe the way I should have said it was when you're emotional, I really don't know how to deal with it. Mm. You don't have to. Well, yeah, well, one you, thing well, I'd say is actually to educate yourself because that's like the most important thing you can do. Like if you had a kid that had a disability, wouldn't you educate yourself on that disability? Makes sense. Exactly. Yep. It's the same thing. If you, you know, but I don't see it as a disability. But you need to. It's not. It's not a disability. Uh, like I'm just trying to give a, you an it's, example. It's it's a it's a health issue. It's a okay. it's a health issue. That's the bo- that's the bottom line. It's a health condition. Okay. So it should be the same. Physical and mental should well, be the same. Well, you look. To be honest with you, if you weren't, if you didn't go through your episode and are so passionate about mental health, I would never understand anywhere near the amount of mental health as what I know now because of what you've taught me. So yeah. you've educated me. Yeah, and that, and you know what? But it's it's hard for kids to educate their parents when they're not in a good state of mind. I'm in a great state of mind, so I can educate you. But when kids aren't in a good state of mind, they're not going to go up to their mum and dad and be like, "Hey, this is how I feel." That's true. Like That's they're true. not going to do that because they know that they don't understand. So it, it look, and you know what? A new job for parents is an, a, a part a part of the job. Not a new job, but is to educate themselves on mental health massively, like massively. 
Yeah. Because it's literally the main factor. Because if a kid's mental health is, is effed, they're more likely... To, like, like, a parent will educate themselves on their kids drinking, their kids doing drugs, etc. But they're all, kids are more likely to do that when their mental health stuffed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is important for, for parents to educate themselves on it as much as they educate themselves on puberty or anything of the sort. Okay. And I also want to distinct to you, there's a different thing, there's difference between mental health and mental illness. Do you know what I mean? Ment- everyone has mental health. You have mental health, mum has mental health, I have mental health. But some people experience mental illness. So meaning they actually have been one diagnosed or they experience dep- deprivation, um, downs in their, in their mental health. So it's like physical health. You have physical health, but you don't have a physical condition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have physical health. My physical health is good. I don't have a physical condition. I have, mm. I have mental health and I have a mental health condition. That makes sense. Correct. Mm. Now, does that make you feel more educated? It does. Right. Um, I just wanted to clarify that. But I also wanted to ask you if you think you experience any mental health issues. In my life? Yeah. I, I believe that I have, but I think that because I think that I'm, for the lack of a better word, mentally strong, mm. I overcome them myself. Yeah. And by changing the subject or going doing a job or... or well, that's not always good. Okay. Because sure. everyone needs to heal from things that happen because... I tell you what, th- things that happen to you as a kid will always affect you in the future. And I think that's maybe a reason why you don't understand as, as much now with me or Alana or perhaps you have coping mechanisms that are not healthy because you didn't deal with things from your from past. But maybe they were good coping mechanisms and I dealt with them well in, it, in my own way. Coping me- okay, one coping mechanism that isn't good is your overeating. Yeah, but I love food. Love food. Okay, but that's not that's a negative coping mechanism. That's what I mean. Okay, but doesn't everyone cope by some sort of some sort? Yes, of but product? it's not healthy. There's difference from unhealthy coping mechanisms and healthy coping coping okay. mechanisms. Okay. Because clearly that's unhealthy if it's hurting your so physical health. So a good coping mechanism, for argument's sake, is is exercise. Yes, to a certain extent. Yep. What about a VB stubby? <laughs> Very wrong. Okay, sorry. I'll limit, I'll limit those then. Yeah. A good coping mechanism is meditation or therapy or writing or, yeah, exercise, stuff like that. Yeah. Most of the things that I hate doing, so that's fine. Correct. Yes. All of them you hate doing. No, I love exercise. Um, when, when, when is it done? I haven't been able to exercise because I've been too busy working. Working excuses. Yeah, but... Dan Andrews if you, is He's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> if you, you still get to work. You don't get to complain. I know, if, you really, if you really wanted to do exercise, you could do it. That's so true. Exactly. I, I, I'm very lucky and um, I can work, but you're right. I can do anything I want if I really want to. Exactly. I love doing the easy things like working, relaxing, eating a lot, having a couple of beers and chilling. <laughs> and you know what? I don't want to change your way of life because one, I can't be bothered. Two, I've got to worry about myself. And three, you look like you're no, you're right. right. But I do need to change my ways a bit. Just with a bit. with exercise, you do. Yeah. You need to change that as a coping mechanism. Yeah. But you know, back to, back to what I was saying. But one thing my psych 
said to my one of my other psychs, the first one of my first psychs, yeah. she said, um, like everything that happens to you as a kid, that's why I think, and I know you won't agree with this, that's why I think everyone should go to a therapist at least once and regularly or regularly. Do you understand? Yeah, but I don't agree with that. I know you weren't going to. Yeah. You know, but, but do you see a doctor for your physical health? Yeah, but I've, I've got issues that I have to see. No, but regardless if you didn't have issues, would you go for a checkup at a doctor? Yes. Yes, that's my exact point. Do you yeah, think psychologists study for two minutes? They study for years, yeah, for that, a reason. But that's, but that's if I thought that I had a, a mental... No, but psycho psychologists are for your mental health. So if you're going to f check up on your physical health, why wouldn't you check up on your mental? So again, says, uh, hello, psych, how are you going? Um, let's have a talk and he'll determine whether I... He'll. Uh, sorry, they will. Yeah. Plural. Uh, yes. Determine whether I've got mental no, health. No, that's not actually... The, the way you don't understand how psychologists work actually baffles me. Does it why? <laughs> That's not how it works. Well, how Firstly, it work? a psychologist cannot diagnose you. Only a psychiatrist can. And right. they can't diagnose you after one session. Only after a couple weeks, right? And you don't go in and say, hello, psychologist. What do I have? You just have a chat and say, hey, what have you been doing? What have you been going through? What's been up? And then you could say, hey, I've actually been struggling to deal with my daughter's mental illness and it's it's... I don't know what to do when she has episodes. Can you help me with that? And they'll help you and they'll give you some advice and they'll give you some guidance. What makes them so good? Is oh, I don't know how much they, they've been studying the majority of okay, their so it's, it's all about it's the, the, it's, the, it's, it's all about them being so well educated. But it's not just about that. It's it's important because it it uh, you wouldn't like you go to a doctor because they've studied and, and they, they know. I didn't I didn't look at it that way, but what you say makes sense. And then there's people who have more issues and more physical issues that they have to go see the doctor regularly or they see another doctor. Okay. And the same thing with the psychologist. But I understand that you don't know how that works. But a, a psychiatrist is more like medication-wise. They don't like talk about feelings more per se. But psychologists will talk about like tools and ways that you can get better and ways that like for me because of my issues, I do a certain type of therapy called DBT which helps me deal with my regulating of emotions. Does that make sense? It does. Um, Mum just sent us a group text. Did you have to really send us a group text during this? I don't realise it. It's okay, it's a good group text. <laughs> it's of Romeo, is it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. He's so cute. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to... Can you stop? We ordered Uber Eats and he's trying to see where it is. I know. Thank God for the technology. Uh, yeah, we've been complaining about this all the time. And that's how you get food. I know. I should have gone and picked it up. Anyway. Oh, no. You should have just gone and picked it up. It's so much easier. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that's my little education on psychologists versus psychologists. Well, you know what? In half an hour, you, I can't believe how much you've educated me. Great. Well, you we should have been educated a long time ago. Can we do this again? No. Oh. Okay. And I want to speak to you again after this. Do I get paid for this? No. People out there that are listening in Radio Land, right? Stop saying Radio Land. <laughs> They're going to love this podcast. It's going straight to rating number one. It's going straight to the pool table. 
a horror recording. It's pool room. But I also wanted to ask you before we before we end because I only wanted to do a quick episode because I just can't bother talking to you for longer than half I've an hour. Enjoyed, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Actually, I'm looking forward to the next one. No, we're never speaking again. Yes, this are. is the last time we've talked. Okay. We're going to talk. All right. Okay, Bobby, what did you want? <laughs> Five thousand dollars. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Ali. Fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Shout out to Ali for always asking my parents for 15 grand and me for 15 grand. I'll message her and be like, hey, do you need anything? If I'm like coming over and she'll be like, 15 grand. And then she'll send me her BSBN account number. <laughs> and then, that's, I can't do much about that. Yes. Um, but I also wanted to ask you, did, what do you think Nonna would say about mental health? Nonna, Nonna. Nonna would be a lot more... No, for, wait, wait. For, for anyone, Nonna is grandma and Nonna is grandfather. I don't think Nonna could ever have comprehended as much as he would want to. He just he just wouldn't be able to grasp it mm. because the way he was educated is just get on with it and forget about it and it didn't exist. Yeah. Um, but, my, but Nonna, your grandmother, my mum... She would understand. Yeah, I know she's my grandmother. Yeah, she's she's learned a lot from you, and actually, a lot of our family members have learned a lot from you. And even Uncle Tony just said to me how impressed he was with you. When Which you, Uncle Tony? With a beard. <laughs> That's how we differ them, with or without. With the beard, without the beard, the mad one, the, the not mad one. Yeah. That's right. How educated you've become about this, and when when did I even speak to him though? Uh, a little while ago. Anyway, yeah, it's all a good thing. Um, and are you glad that it's a, it's more well, of de- a prominent thing? Definitely, I'm, de- no. I'm glad that you've educated yourself, and then that mum. I've got to give her the credit. Helped you to go to where you went. To, you can say Dalmont. I didn't know the name of it. Yeah. Great. So he really cared that no, I went no, to the no, hospital. No, no. It's all good. Diamante and uh, Diamante. Well, you know, you got Diamante. Yes. Yeah. And that was very, very good for you. Very good. Yeah. But some people have different experiences with it, though. Yeah. And also, I want to I want to do a whole episode on cycles because people are so miseducated on cycles. They all think people are in straitjackets and shit. Yeah. One person actually said to me, "I thought you were in a straitjacket." There you go. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was literally painting yeah. and gardening. And I got fed like a queen. I had bread rolls every night. Mm-hmm. And then I came out and I was 10 kilos heavier, but mm-hmm. happier. So There you go. So there's the answer. We all get chubby. Yeah. That's how you get happy. <laughs> pa- pasta and red wine. That's that's what that's what Norma would say. And he cheese. Would. He would. And bread. And he'd say. And cows. Yeah. And shooting foxes. Well, Georgia, thank you. I've really enjoyed this. Oh, um, you don't get anything in return. Ten dollars? Nah, not um, not even five. Can I have episode two though? Can we do another one? About what? About, about the next stage. About more. About educating. I will go away and 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 do a little bit of my own self educating. I don't know how the hell I'm going to do that. You should do your own research and then come back to it. All right. And I also wanted to make a point. My last point. You don't have to talk in this, but. I emailed James Newbury. Again? <laughs> no, 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 no. So James Newbury is a, um, what is he, a premier? No, not, not a premier. He's, he's just a, a member. He's a member of the member Victorian of Parliament. Parliament. That's right. But he is a liberal, so Labour is in party, at, in power at the moment in the Victorian government. 
That's why Dan Andrews is the premier. Um, anyway, he actually his office is actually in Brighton, and we we are surrounded there. It's right there. I know it is. Um, and he keeps tweet. This is why I emailed him because I didn't tell you. He keeps tweeting about mental health, being like, "This is the real. This is the real pandemic. Like kids are coming to um, hospitals with self harm scars and all this shit, like stuff like that." And that was my firstly. If you want to advocate for mental health advocate for mental health that's amazing that makes me so happy but the victorian liberal government literally um, i don't know how long ago maybe i think it was a month ago voted against funding for the victorian mental health system so he's using that he's so he's having jabs at andrews being like oh the lockdown is causing so many mental health issues which it is i don't disagree with that that's completely completely true but he's having jabs at andrews being like um, we need to take over Dan. Um, he's effing up everyone's mental health, blah, blah, blah. But he's only using that as a ploy to go against the Labor government, not because he actually cares or wants to do anything about it. So I messaged him, I emailed him, and was like, stop tweeting this shit because you actually have done nothing. And he's like, I don't have the monetary um, funds because Liberals are not in power. I said, well, that's just bullshit because there's actually other ways you can advocate for it. Instead of tweeting about it, why don't you reach out to your audience? Why don't you start a fundraiser? Like, why don't you send out postcards around Brighton saying, hey, this is Lifeline's number, we're here if you need. There's hundreds of ways he could advocate for it if he actually cared. But he actually just uses that as a ploy to go against the Labor government because he knows people are going to see that who don't actually understand that they voted against mental health funding and be like, oh, that he's so right. Like... F Andrew's government, they're not helping our mental health. Like our mental health, they know that he's gonna they, he's gonna get supporters through that. Do you so, understand? Yep. So why don't you now appeal to him and say, look? I did. I, I emailed him. I emailed him um, and said, hey, I was rude at the start. I admit, um, but I thought he wasn't gonna reply, so I just didn't care. But he ended up did replying and being like, oh, words have power. Blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then I apologized for being rude. But then I said, if you actually want to make change, here are all the ways you can do it. Instead of actually just tweeting, like that's bringing any benefit to anyone because it's not. And then he goes, oh, the secret reports show that 152 kids are coming to um, hospital, whatever, this statistic. Look it up on his Twitter. Um, but he says secret report. So he doesn't provide any proof. He just says secret report. So where are these statistics coming from? Okay, it's just a secret report. Okay, now just remember, maybe he's not educated like I'm not about. But but that's my, that's my problem. You can be not educated and be just a working man. You know what I mean? But if you have a position of power and you have a position and a following, it is your one of your jobs is to get educated, and because you're spreading things, okay. you're giving information to the public. So what that says to me is. You should now appeal to him in a calm, and become prime minister in a, in a calm manner. Appeal to him. I did. I said okay. he didn't reply. Can I talk? He was replying to all my mean ones. Then as soon as I was giving him education, he didn't reply. Anyway, Can I talk? Yes. Appeal to him in a calm manner to educate him in such a way that he will then understand a bit more, and you can use him to spread your word. Because he's the word of the Lord. No, no, no. I'm joking. The, the word of, of what, your, what your passion is about, which I reckon is fantastic. 
So use this now as a positive and try to talk to James Newby and say, okay. <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation. Listen here, Jimmy boy, and explain to him. And if you explain to him the way he explained to me, he's a smart man, he'll understand more and might work in your favour. All right, that's a good point, and I will consider it if he ever replies. Um, not that I... Maybe actually, be a bit more nicer to me. I was. My last email was nice. I apologised and said, look, I'm sorry. Because he was like, you, you, you haven't walked in my shoes. You don't know my morals. And I said, you know what? I completely agree. I actually don't know who you are. However, you are publicising this information that isn't backed up and you just look silly. So can you okay. actually stop f- spreading? like Because he's weaponising mental health as a way to go against the government, not acting like... Not using it in a way that he actually cares. Because... You know what? He might actually care. He might actually really advocate for mental yeah, health, but I disagree he, with the way he's doing he's, it. Because he probably doesn't know. Okay, so. and you know what? I'm sure he's a great man. I don't know him personally, um, but I dislike what he did on, on Twitter. And that okay. was my other point of why older people in positions of power need to educate themselves. Not even just in positions of power. If you have young kids, if you have kids, period, you should educate yourself. On that okay. And that's my last note. And I'd like to say a shout out to um, Father for joining us. Pleasure. Um, thanks everyone. Thanks everyone for what? For having me in their uh, in their land room. Okay. Um, anyway, I hope you can come on again soon. And I will be definitely. Let's make a date. <laughs> and I want twenty dollars. <gasps> You're getting nothing. Okay, I'll, you, st- I'll still do you're it. You're getting half a hug. I'm going to do a bit of homework now, and the next time I'm going to be more. Um, I'm, I'm switched on about it. Okay, sounds good. All right, thanks everyone for listening. Again, as usual, I will put resources in the description. Um, if you're struggling right now, especially if you're in Victoria and New South Wales, who else is in lockdown? My fucking country's in lockdown. Sorry, we don't need to swear five sorry. times. And I just want to say one last thing. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, who else is in lockdown? What, ACT, Vic? Okay, whatever. If you're in lockdown in Australia or anywhere else, Take care of yourself, and I've put some resources in the description to give you some support this time. Okay, bye. And maybe, like, show this to your mum and dad. Maybe this will, uh, mum, dad, but guardian, or whoever looks after you, maybe this will educate them a little bit more. Um, okay, bye.